What up, all you shit kickers and cow tippers? Oh my god. Kristen and Relly back with episode six? Yeah. Of season Trace. For those who aren't multicultural, that means three. And it's our season end, actually. Short season this time, guys. Yeah. Because, you know, y'all aren't listening enough. Just kidding. Yes, we love all six of you. Yes. Well, five, because I count as one of the people that listens. <laughs> Alright, tonight we are covering Darren Dion Van, born March 21st, 1971. He is admitted to seven kills. Uh, it's possible, poss- can't talk, possibly up to 18. This all happened uh, between 2013 and 2014 in Indiana. I always forget that's a state. I don't know why. I just never think of it. What even, like, comes from Indiana? I don't know. Exactly. Serial killers. <laughs> okay, as she said, born March 21st, 1971 in Indiana, he had at least one brother named Reginald Beard. <laughs> Joined the Marines in 1991. In 1993, he received an other-than-honorable discharge. In 1995, he married a woman named Maria, who was 30 years his senior. Dang. That marriage lasted 16 years, probably because she fucking died. There's been a cougar sighting. (laughs) He was charged with a Class D felony sometime after this and served 90 days in Gary, Indiana after threatening his girlfriend's life. According to a police affidavit, Van threatened to burn down or blow up the home of a man he believed was sheltering his girlfriend. Then, in front of the police, grabbed the girl and told the police to back up or he would burn himself and his girlfriend. His left arm was around her neck and his right arm was holding a gas can and a lighter. While he was married, he's doing this to his girlfriend. Yeah. Real stand-up guy. Oh, yeah. September 28, 2009, he was convicted of a sexual assault crime committed in 2007 in Austin, Texas, and was sentenced to five years in the state penitentiary. (laughs) I hate that word. He was released on July 5, 2013. So, of course, he had to register as a sex offender, And he actually told officials after he got out, like, hey, I'm going to go back to Gary, Indiana. And they were like, yeah, you're a low-risk offender, so go on. And then in 2009, August of 2009, actually, I think. I don't know. Either way, Maria was like, "Mm, okay, we're going to divorce now. And so, yeah. Okay, bye. bye. (laughs) In August of 2010... A reporter named Thomas Hargrove used an algorithm to analyze crime data which strongly suggested the crimes were done by a serial killer. He then tried to get the police to investigate suspicious deaths that his work had identified that took place in the 80s from the 80s to 2008. The deputy coroner and Gary also had suspicious had suspicions and agreed with Hargrove that three or more suspected victims would be added to the list. So, 
Again, that's why we don't know exactly how many he killed, but the list just keeps growing. Despite the officers, there were... Despite this, the officers said there was no evidence of a serial killer and ultimately ignored their suspicions. That's been, like, a lot of cases, though, where they're like, oh, no, it's not a serial killer, and then, like, it turns out that, yes, it is. I think it's kind of like a, no, not not my town kind of thing, you know? That, or they don't want to, like, create mayhem. Yeah. There's a serial killer on the loose. Denial. That's the word I was looking for. Denial. Okay. The algorithm later became the basis for the Murder Accountability Project, which he founded. Map. Map. <laughs> In January 2014, 27-year-old Tanya Gatlin... <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Tanya Gatlin. Tanya Gatlin was missing. Killed October 19th. Oh, jeez. She got whacked. Oh, no. October 19th, 2014. Oh, no. Her body was found in an abandoned house at 413 East 43rd, 43rd Avenue, along with the body of Sonia Billingsley. On January 13, 2014, 28-year-old Tiara Beatty left to meet a friend and was never heard from again. Dun, dun, dun. Later that month, her family reported her missing, but her body wasn't found until later that year in October. At an abandoned house. Damn. February 24th, 36-year-old Christine Williams was reported missing by her mother-in-law. Her body was found in an abandoned house as well. She had four kids. So it's like, it kind of makes me wonder, like, why didn't the father of the four kids say anything? Why didn't her actual mother... Like, yeah, it was the yeah. mother-in-law. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, February 7th, 2014, 53-year-old Sonia Billingsley was reported missing. October 19, 2014, her body was found in the aforementioned abandoned house. And it's worth noting that there is a shitload of abandoned buildings in Gary, Indiana. I looked it up. I was like, how many fucking abandoned houses are there? There is a lot. Like, most of the city is abandoned. Oh, shit. Oh, it's my mom calling me. Sending her to voicemail. Sorry, mom. Just kidding. She doesn't listen to this. Okay. Back to the victims. June 26, 2014, 41-year-old Tracy Martin was reported missing. And her body was found on October 19th, 2014, along with all the others, uh, in an abandoned house at 2200 Massachusetts Street. October 8th, 2014, 35-year-old Aneth Jones, Aneth. 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 I'm gay, Aneth. <laughs> and yes, I did the flip of the wrist thing. Uh, 35-year-old Aneth. Aneth Jones was last seen alive. Two days later, she was reported missing. On October 18th, her body was found after Darren was arrested and led them to the abandoned house where he left her body. October 17, 2014, 19-year-old Africa Hardy was working as an escort after graduating high school and moving to Chicago. 
She was hired by Darren through an escort agency and met up with him at a Motel 6, where she was found strangled in the tub. She was naked, the water was running, and in the hotel room, the police found a broken fingernail, a shirt button, and a torn wrapper for a, a condom. It appeared there was a struggle. Yeah, my brain just kind of died halfway through that sentence. Sorry, y'all. I worded that really badly. A torn wrapper condom. <laughs> when Kristen knows English. <laughs> when Van was arrested, the shirt he was wearing was missing a button. Wait a minute. If his shirt was missing a button, and they found a button in the hotel room... Yeah, so it was somebody else. Different color button. Once Mrs. Hardy's body was found, they went through her phone records for clues, which led them to Van. They apprehended Van and found that he was in possession of several pieces of evidence, including her cell phone. While being interrogated, it was alleged that he confessed to the murder of Africa Hardy, as well as numerous other killings. On October 22nd, 2014, he was scheduled for a court hearing, but was in contempt, so his hearing had to be rescheduled. It was rescheduled to the 28th of that same month and year. He pleaded not guilty to robbery and the murder of Africa Hardy and Annika Jones. April 17, 2015, the request for the death sentence was submitted, and the... Um, June 22nd, 2015. Court date was delayed as a result. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. December She's pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> December 2015. Judge Diane Ross Boswell recused herself from the case, which also delayed it to 1-25-2016. The fuck? <laughs> I cannot. Judge Samuel Capas took the case, and the trial was set for July 25th, 2016. Also, if y'all don't know what recuse means, it means that she thought there was going to be a conflict of interest, so she couldn't do it by, um, unbiasedly. She said, I hate your face. You're guilty. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, April 2016, Darren's attorney filed a motion to have two separate trials for the murder of Aneth Jones and Africa Hardy, but Judge Kappas denied the motion. He was like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, and especially you. Emotional blue balls. May, May? Yeah, May 7, 2016, Darren was charged with five additional murders. They were seeking the death penalty for each new charge. May 8th, 2016, the very next day, he was charged with rape and attempted murder for an attack that was said to have happened in February of 2014. He, <laughs> he was also charged with battery by bodily waste. Allegedly... Van threw a carton of urine and fecal matter at a Lake County <laughs> at a Lake County correction officer while incarcerated in February of 2016. <laughs> Fun fact, fecal matter was one of the original names of Nirvana. 
Nice. Yeah. Any hoodles. Another fun fact. There's a page on um, Instagram called Fecal Matter, and it's just a bunch of pictures with some nasty shit in it. There used to be a website called Rate My Poo. How many times did you submit? No, I didn't. I did never submit. I just went there once by accident. So, August 5th, 2016, Darren's attorney filed a motion arguing that Indiana's death penalty statute was unconstitutional. Unconstitutional? Unconstitutional. November 2016, Judge Samuel Kappas denied the motion and declared the law unconstitutional. Can the judge do that? The law is unconstitutional. I I declare it. I don't fucking know. <laughs> April... January. January 2017, Judge Kappas granted them a chance to make an appeal on the death penalty law. April 2017, the Indiana Supreme Court turned down the request to look at the constitutionality of the state's death penalty law. What a fucking word. Constitutionality. I like it, though. Makes me feel smart, right? Even though I'm not. Judge Kappas said, you could have, like, defended me, but okay. <laughs> no, Kristen, you're smart. No, you're smart. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> Judge Kappas set jury selection to begin the week of February 12, 2018, with jury trial beginning on or around the same day. October 2017, Judge Kappas delayed the trial date again, and jury selection was to begin um, November, no, September September 17, 2018, (laughs) and the trial to begin October 22, 2018. May 4, 2018, Darren pleaded guilty, pled guilty, to seven murders as part of a plea deal to drop the death penalty. May 28, 2018, Darren was sentenced to seven concurrent life sentences without the possibility of parole. He pled guilty on Star Wars Day. Yes. May the 4th be with you. When my, my daughter turned three that day. Oh. Well, there you have it. A very not-so-interesting season finale oh i disagree he was interesting there's just not very much to find on this guy i know i went through so many pages it's and it's weird because it was so recent i couldn't even find his um, military records that's crazy Mm -mm. or why he was other than honorably discharged which is the most severe um discharge that they can give you maybe since that was all around the same time. It could have been. But any hoodles. Stay creepy.